0: The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today we're going to be discussing potioners. Now potion making was no easy feat. It required years of studying and dedication to the craft. Becoming an expert potioner was a rare achievement, and unlike Spellcraft, only a handful of potion makers are famous enough to earn spots within history texts at Hogwarts. While some became potion makers for money, others devoted their lives to the craft out of pure love. Today, we're going to take a look at both types of potioneers, and see what type of impact they left on the wizarding world. 5. Hector Dagworth Granger Hector Dagworth Granger was one of the most eclectic potioneers in Britain. Some have speculated that he might have been a distant relative of Hermione Granger, although Hermione herself was never able to verify that fact. But besides his heritage, Hector Dagworth Granger is such a memorable potioneer because he actually founded a society for fellow potion makers. Appropriately named the most extraordinary society of potioneers, this high society group was made for only the greatest wizards and witches. Together, they would share their love of brewing magical elixirs and draughts. Although historical records don't reveal too much about Dagworth Granger's particular achievements, we do know that he excelled at making love potions. Like many other potioneers of the time, he likely sold or licensed his concoctions for quite a high price. 4. Tilden Toots Tilden Toots was a prolific potioner, and a cunning businessman. By the time Harry Potter was enrolled in Hogwarts, Tilden had already made a name for himself as a popular radio show host and herbologist. His show was called Toots, Shoot, and Roots, and it tackled every yard and garden question that came up in the wizarding world. Since it was a constant program on the wizarding wireless network, Tilden might actually have been the most famous potioner of his era. Often, listeners would send Tilden their questions via Owl, and using his considerable knowledge of magical plants and potions, Tilden offered up the best advice that he could find. Once, when a listener's flutterbloom's had all died, Tilden claimed that using both reducing potions combined with regerminating potions would be enough to bring it back to life. Another time, Tilden discussed honking daffodils and how to conceal the sound of the extremely loud plants nearby Muggle neighbors. Thanks to the potions he created and the income generated from his program, Tilden was one of the wealthiest potioneers of his time. He was also married to Daisy Hookham, a fellow potioneer who decided to live her life without magic for a full year in order to document Muggle life. 3. Fleamont Potter As you might have guessed, Fleamont Potter is a relative of Harry Potter's. Born sometime before 1910, Flemont was actually Harry's grandfather on his father's side. As a Potter, Flemont was a distant descendant of the Peverils and part of a traditionally pure-blood family. Like every other member of his family, Flemont was sent away to Hogwarts. While there, Flemont quickly learned the art of dueling, thanks to the bullies that would often tease him about his name. During that time, Flemont also picked up another skill: potion making. It's hard to know what pushed Harry's grandfather to focus on potion making, but he must have been one of his professor's favourite students. By the time Fleamont graduated, he had created a new potion that would transform magical marts all around the UK. It was called Sleek Easy's Hair Potion, it was able to straighten even the curliest hair. Unusually, Fleamont sent the hair potion to China for manufacturing, which wasn't common at this time. Perhaps Potter chose China due to one of the potion's most important ingredients- Asian dragon hair. The sales of Fleamont's new hair balm were enough to almost instantly quadruple his savings- a bundle of wealth that he passed on to his son, and later Harry Potter. By the time Fleamont's boy, James, was a teenager, the elder Potter allowed Sirius Black to come live with him. Sirius was a black sheep amongst his Slytherin-loving family members. And was grateful to find a temporary home with Flemont and James. Only a few years later, after James graduated and married Lily Evans, Flemont passed. Somehow, he contracted dragonpox. Both Flemont and his wife Euphemia soon died from the disease. Two. Arsenius Jigger. Arsenius Jigger was once a professor at Hogwarts, teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts to bright, young witches and wizards. But he was far more than a professor. Jigger contributed to countless volumes of magical texts and publications. On his own, he was responsible for potion course books like Magical Drafts and Potions, Potion Apostule, and regularly contributed to scholarly journals like Transfiguration Today. In the latter, he wrote a seminal piece that compared and contrasted the disease of lycanthropy with what commoners knew as werewolfry. Although Jigger likely created many potions of his own, we don't know which ones within his textbooks were his specifically. When Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, and Hermione Granger studied potions under Severus Snape, they used Arsenius's book as a reference for their writing assignments. Jigger wrote at length about powerful potion-making ingredients, including moonstone. Snape once assigned Harry a writing task on the topic, and he would soon find out that the gem was typically powdered and then included in both love potions and the draft of peace. Arsenius also explained the recipes and uses for poison antidotes, cures for boils, forgetfulness potions, and sleeping draughts, among others. 1. Zygmunt Budge Most potion makers were eccentric, but Zygmunt Budge was even more peculiar than others. Likely born in the 16th century, Budge was an extremely accomplished potioneer. Like Arsenius Jigger, Budge also created his own textbooks on the craft of potion making. From a young age, Budge was drawn to the art of elixirs and concoctions, a trait that made him not so popular with his peers. By the time Zygmunt enrolled in Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, he had already grown accustomed to the cruel jeers and taunts that other children would cast his way. Even his own mother cruelly called him Face, a barb that the students at Hogwarts were never mean enough to say, although it's not clear whether or not Zygmunt saw much of his mother. The historical record indicates that he had a strong relationship with his grandmother, although his low self-esteem caused him to despise her as well. Despite his hatred for his family, Zygmunt inherited his grandmother's love of potion making. That skill would serve him well during his time at Hogwarts. The years seemed to pass by quickly for Budge, and when he was a third or fourth year student, he decided to leave Hogwarts for good. In those final months, Zygmunt had proven himself an accomplished potioner. In class, he corrected the teacher whenever they made a mistake with their ingredients, and at the wizarding school's potions championship, Zygmunt was eager to put his skills to the test against other magical academies, like Wagadu and Koldov Sturietz. When Zygmunt asked his headmaster, the Hogwarts director simply said no. The contest was for older students, and Budge was far too young to safely participate. Furious at the rejection, Zygmunt dropped out of Hogwarts, and pursued potion making on his own. Unlike many other potioneers who achieved wealth and fame, Zygmunt lived his life in isolation. The mental abuse he suffered at the hands of his mother was more than enough to instill a deep dislike for people within Zygmunt. By the time he died, Zygmunt had completed his book of potions. Although historical records don't indicate that he lingered as a ghost after death, his textbook was somehow imprinted with a version of his spirit. Honourable Mentions there are a few other potion masters that didn't quite make this list, but certainly deserve a spot. Professor Slughorn, the lovable Hogwarts instructor who accidentally told Voldemort about Horcruxes, is quite an accomplished potioneer. He was extremely talented at creating antidotes for blended poisons, something that only a wizard well versed in Golpilot's third Law could achieve. Not only that, he was responsible for instructing an even greater potion maker, Severus Snape. When Dumbledore suffered the curse of Marvola Gaunt's ring, Severus Snape created a potion in order to slow the effects, and extend Dumbledore's life for one more year. Even as a student, Snape edited his copy of the potions textbook with updated instructions that could create potions quicker or make them even more effective, and with just a whiff, Snape could tell the difference between Polyjuice potion and any other mixture. And as you might have guessed, Lord Voldemort himself was quite the accomplished potioner. His knowledge of potions and poisons allowed him to instruct Peter Pettigrew on the exact steps of the regeneration potion, which would bring Voldemort his new body. And when he was concealing one of his horcruxes, Voldemort used a nasty potion named the Drink of Despair to paralyze those who consumed it with fear. There are quite a few other potion makers who likely deserve a spot on this list, but we'll have to cover them in a future video. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time Remember It does not do to dwell on dreams, and forget to live